Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Brent Bustamante. He was with the Marine Corps for eight years where he saw two combat tours. He was retired honorably at the rank of Sergeant of Marines and was decorated 16 times. He's left the Marine Corps to take the business world by storm. And he's doing that with a new necktie that he has invented and started a company called Lux Neckwear. Welcome to the show today, Brent. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. I really appreciate you, and it's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. We're always very excited to talk with entrepreneurs such as yourself who are taking just normal daily things and putting a new spin on them. So tell us about this tie that you have invented. How is it different from the ties we know so well for so many years? Well, first thing, I got tired of wearing the Windsor knot. Everybody wears it. We've been all been wearing it for like 300 years. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for something new, something a little bit different. So I started tying ties with new and unique tie knots that are really elaborate, and they're really hard to tie, and they're a huge pain to wear. But they so, look great, right? They look absolutely just stunning. And, well, since they are so hard to tie and hard to wear, it was just giving me a huge headache trying to keep up with these knots, but I was not willing to not wear them. (laughs) 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 And uh, I really needed a product that would simplify the whole process and make wearing them a pleasure. Mm -hmm. And so I created a product that fuses simplicity with ease so that we get our functionality and our class without, you know, sacrificing class with a gimmick like a clip arm. That's just such a crude and rudimentary device. Mm-hmm. But we all wish we could wear one, but we wouldn't be caught dead in one. So I created something convenient that doesn't sacrifice class, that is just absolutely amazing. And uh, what we came up with was the two-piece tie. And the knot is actually a separate piece of fabric from the tie, and it's tied around and into the tie. And then it's permanently sewn for convenience, so it never comes untied. And both sides of the tie slide through the knot so you can get the big end over your belt buckle where it needs to be. And the little end also slides through so you can adjust the tie to any neck or torso size. Mm-hmm. You can wear it casually. You can wear it professionally. Uh, it's just got so many applications. It's amazing. I created it to solve all of my problems. And I'm bringing it to the world. Well, and you have uh, this all on a Kickstarter campaign, right? Is that still in progress? I do, and we have about eight days left to go. Okay, and, and when you're talking about this Kickstarter campaign, what it, what kind of donations are you seeking? Typically, they have various levels, and then in return for that particular level of donation, uh, the donor receives something. So can you tell us a little bit about how it's working? Absolutely. I've got pledge reward tiers all the way from a dollar up to $15,000. And it's tiered with different rewards for tie packages, as well as uh, cufflinks. We teamed up with a private jeweler to bring some uh, tastier options to the table for the higher pledge t- 
tiers. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I managed to bring the top pledge tiers down to uh, the levels where everybody could take advantage of them by, you know, having some contests for some really expensive items. Right. Now, you have how many days? You said you said eight days, about a week left. So how are you doing so far? How much money are you trying to raise? Well, so far we've raised about $3,000 over around 30 backers. And uh, we're doing pretty good on our own, but we need a little more exposure to get over the hump and really get people following us. Mm-hmm. What kind of uh, response are you getting so far to the ties themselves, not necessarily to the Kickstarter campaign, but to the ties themselves? Uh, are, are, your, uh, are you in manufacturing at this point? Are you still at the prototype stage? Where are you? We have all our samples completely built. We built a line. We, uh, we, we're running the Kickstarter to ramp up production and mm-hmm. initiate growth. So we're not manufacturing yet, but we do manufacture ourselves just by hand. Okay, so and that's, go ahead. That's gotten us to this point so far, but we're ready to go national and then global. So that's why we ran this campaign so okay. that we could you know, start manufacturing and distributing nationally. Right. So so far, you've got a line out, but they've all been done manually. Uh, pretty much, it sounds like as prototypes to show people what you have to offer and and to fulfill any orders, perhaps that are coming into the Kickstarter campaign. And I'm sure there's some friends and family who have uh, a nice little stock of these too to help you with marketing. Um, so yeah. let's let's talk about the ties themselves. Uh, they're silk. Yes, they are 100% silk and. Uh, well, the, those are the ones where the tie matches the knot. On the ones where the knot is completely different from the tie, I use satin on the knot. So we're using 100% high-quality materials. And uh, before we get too far, I just wanted to jump back and tell you a little something about the tie response before we get away mm-hmm. from that question. We were uh, at a GQ event last week. It was the world's most imaginative bartender competition hosted by... <laughs> Bombay Sapphire, and uh, one of our models who helped us put together all our photography for our website was modeling one of, one of our ties at the competition, and he won the whole competition, and he's going to Vegas, and we were there with him, and uh, we were handing out cards and showing everybody the ties because me and myself and my associates, we were wearing them. Mm-hmm. And the bar was going crazy. Half the bar <laughs> on our website. They hadn't even left. They were just right there on their phone on our website trying to buy, going crazy. Wow. So when people when people see these, when you can get them out at these types of events and, and actually model them for people, the reception has been really, really good. And for anybody who is interested in donating to the Kickstarter and getting at least one of these ties, some of the levels include more than that, at least one of these ties of their own early on, how, where do they go? Right now, they go to our Kickstarter campaign. If they go to our website, luxneckwear.com, uh, there's links all over it that'll redirect you to our Kickstarter right now. Even our product page, our add to cart link is crossed out and there's a link right next to it to send them to Kickstarter. Okay. So, so go on out to your website, luxnetwear.netwear.com and Lux is spelled with an E L U X E neckwear.com and that'll get you right over to the Kickstarter campaign. 
Yes, ma'am. Where did you come up? I mean, I know what your inspiration was. It was you were frustrated with wearing the same kind of tie knot, the traditional Windsor, as you mentioned. Uh, so that was frustrating to you. And then on top of that, to try to vary the style was just taking so much of your time. But when did you find the time to uh, come up with the various styles and so forth? I believe I, I believe you did that during your downtime uh, in the Marine Corps, didn't you? I did. My downtime in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Combat <was> very boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do believe someone once quoted combat as long bouts of boredom. What's that saying? Long bouts of boredom, which are accentuated by moments of sheer terror. Oh, boy. That sounds like a good description. And you would know that well, obviously. So you, so this was really born out of frustration uh, with the, the experience you had with wearing ties as, and tying the knots as well as uh, some boredom uh, at times when you were deployed to Afghanistan. And here, here we are. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about your entrepreneurial background uh, and, and your influences. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Robin with Small Changes, Big Shifts. I'd like to invite you to join me on Wednesdays at noon on my show so we can give you some tips and some ideas that will inspire you to reconnect to the good that you already are. You know, it takes all aspects of life to really live a whole life. It's not just about one thing. I'll be sharing my network of friends around the country with you that specialize in health and wellness from all different aspects, whether it's mental health, physical health, or emotional health. So join us Wednesdays at noon on Small Changes, Big Shifts. You never know what little thing will help shift your life. Thinking Bigger Business Media is accepting nominations for the 15th Annual 25 Under 25 Awards. These prestigious awards recognize 25 outstanding businesses with under 25 employees. We're looking for dynamic Kansas City area for-profit companies with under 25 employees that have been in business at least three years and have shown steady growth, a commitment to the community, and an ability to overcome challenges. If your company or a company you do business with qualifies for the 25 Under 25 Awards, fill out a nomination form online at 25under25.com. That's 25under25.com or call 913-432-6690 for details. Self-nominations are encouraged. Apply now. Nominations close October 9th for 25 Under 25. Don't wait. Nominate. Visit 25under25.com to nominate your business. Breakfast. A time to bring your family together over thick-cut, slow-smoked farmland bacon. And savory, delicious farmland breakfast sausage. Every strip, every patty and link brings the sizzle. Breakfast is served. Come and get it. Farmland. Passion for pork since 1959. As I went through school, one giant question loomed over me. What did I want to be? First, I had to decide what I wanted to make. I wanted to make more, so I became a teacher. Now I make learning a privilege, not a chore, and frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I make working hard seem easy, and giving up impossible. I'm a teacher. I make more. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. 
Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're visiting here this morning with Brett Bustamante. He is the owner of Lux Neckwear. It is taking the fashion industry by storm. He was talking about a GQ event that he attended recently where uh, they were just a hit, people wanting to buy them right then and there. It was a bartending event, but they wanted the ties. And uh, it, it just sounds like it's it's a very interesting and and I'm sure if you can get enough men aware of this and, and their girlfriends and wives that you've, you've really got something here. It's just a matter of getting the word out, it sounds like to me, because they're just, again, they're 100% silk on the two-tone ones where the uh, knot is a different color from the tie. Those are silk. I mean, those are uh, satin. And you've got various colors and patterns. We didn't really talk about that. Absolutely. The combination possibilities are infinite. And we do have a build-your-own tie interface coming where you get to choose your knot. And you also get to choose the patterns and colors for not only your knot, but your tie so that you can mix and match however you like. And you get to see a tie update on your screen so you can you hmm. know, see if you like it before you buy it. Okay. Uh, you also have an app coming out, if I remember correctly. Absolutely. We're uh, developing an app that's going to allow our users to engage the world in three different classes of business, venues, and uh, pretty much just classy fun. You know, Mm -hmm. we want to really help our users engage. The first thing we want to do is set up a perk. We want to find companies that want to do business with us, and we want to drive our customers to their establishments and the first thing we'd like to do is buy a drink for someone they would like to meet so Mm. if you're wearing one of our ties and you show up to the right place well you just tell the bartender i'd like to meet that person over there and your lux tie will buy that person a drink compliments of lux neckwear Okay. And so how does that work? Does the app somehow send a message back to you? Uh, I mean, I'm not quite sure I'm following you how that would, that process would work. Uh, the app will actually uh, have a GPS sensor in it that will mm-hmm. uh, figure out what city you're in, and then it'll let you know what events are going on in your city. It'll keep you up to date. Okay. What's your entrepreneurial background, Brent? I mean, is it was this truly just born out of frustration, or have you had previous entrepreneurial endeavors or role models? I can't say that I have any uh, actual entrepreneurial role models. My biggest role model would have to be my mom. She's just always impressed me my entire life by never quitting and achieving the impossible. As far as entrepreneurial role models, no, that really was all me, and that was born out of frustration. Growing up, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, Mm -hmm. so I've had to fight and work for everywhere I wanted to go in this life. That's okay. It's been really rewarding, and I really wouldn't have had it any other way. It's made me into a great person. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs that I talk with uh, say they don't have entrepreneurial influences, but then they say pretty close to what you just said, and that is that they've either had to work really hard all their life or their parents were scrappers. And uh, I, I think that 
that is as much of an entrepreneurial influence as growing up with a parent who owned their own business because a lot of times, you know, it, the, some, the challenges are the same, scarce resources and, and just figuring out how to make something work, thinking differently about everyday things so that you can uh, put food on the table, for example. So I think that sometimes the entrepreneurial influence is very much present. It's just not called entrepreneurship. So it sounds like the environment that you came out of. I absolutely agree, and that's an absolutely fantastic point because really, you know, the situation does inspire hunger, and that's what separates the strong from the weak. You have um, an investor, I know you can't mention him, but it's a Fortune 500 CEO, and uh, do you have other influential people that are helping you right now? I Obviously, this was your idea, uh, and you are doing everything that it takes to get this out to the larger world, to uh, a lot of potential customers. But behind the scenes, do you, how, who's helping you? How are You can't just do, as entrepreneurs know, you just can't do this on your own. So there is an unnamed Fortune 500 CEO who is a part of your team. Who, who else is helping you? Well... I'm sorry that I don't like to drop names. And there is that guy. He is a head of a Fortune 500 marketing and advertising company. And I've also got one other guy that I call on, and he spent like 20 years on Wall Street. He's an absolutely fantastic mentor as well. Those are pretty much the two people mm-hmm. I talk to as far as business goes. Mm-hmm. There's maybe one other CEO that I've made as a friend that I'll ask questions. And uh, these guys were just people that were really impressed with my drive and my ethic and, you know, my baby sharpness. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You know, there there might be some out there who are listening who are thinking, wow, you know, a Fortune 500 uh, team member, you know, of that caliber, how did he ever make that acquaintance? How, how did you? Did, did you know this person ahead of time? Or what were the circumstances that led to forming the relationship? Well, as I was developing my business idea, I located the best marketing and advertising company I could, and then I started calling the president. And Ooh. I said, sir, I'm a young company. I need help. I need to get my, my idea and my company off the ground. And, you know, I'm not a Fortune 500 giant titan like all these other guys. And, you know, he said, well, you know what? This is what you need to do, and this is what you need to do, and this is what you need to do. You know, talk to me after you've done all that. So I went and did all that, and then I came and talked to him, and I said, hey, I still want you guys. I still want to be represented by you guys. I still need help. And one way or another, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, you know, I really like that. And then we kind of repeated the process a few times. Do this, come back and talk to me. And then, you know, we got to a point where I was finally like, I want to ask you to invest in our company, sir. And he said, well, you know what, I've been thinking about this for a while because I really like you and your company, and I've decided not to invest money, but I am going to invest my knowledge in you. Mm-hmm. Anytime that you want to, you know, call me, talk to me, text me, email me, I will get right back to you immediately. We can talk for three hours a day if you want to. But I was just absolutely beside myself, and I ecstatically accepted I would take knowledge over money any day of the week. 
And so that's how that developed. Yeah. Well, and kudos to you. And I'm glad you told this part of the story because, again, there are so many entrepreneurs out there who think, oh, that person would never talk to me. I, I'll never even get past the, the lowest gatekeeper in that company. And so they don't even attempt. But you know what? If you don't ask, you don't get. And you obviously had uh, the tenacity to keep after him and to develop that relationship when most people wouldn't even have probably tried because they probably would have thought they didn't even have a chance of making the connection to start with. Absolutely. And, you know, that's just such a detrimental thing for new and young entrepreneurs to to do. It just blows my mind. I think, you know, I don't have that problem because I come from the Marine Corps mm-hmm. and, you know, there's only point A and point B. Either you get to point B or you die trying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if that's not motivation, I don't know what is. (laughs) I don't ever think about being told no or getting stopped. You know, I believe that if someone doesn't open a door for you, build one. Mm -hmm. And then walk right through it. Let's go back to the Kickstarter campaign. You've got about a week left. And again, for people who want to go out and didn't you, did you say donate as little as $1? Absolutely. Okay, you can donate as little as $1 or up to $15,000, I think you said. And obviously, the higher up you go, the more you get back in terms of the number of neckties. And I think you said you've got a cufflink uh, that you send as well to some of those higher levels. But again, tell us where we go if we're interested in uh, participating in that Kickstarter campaign. Just about a week left. And we really need everybody. Find us on kickstarter.com by searching for Lux Neckwear. And our project is called Back the Two-Piece Tie Today. Back the Two-Piece Tie Today. Okay, and that that's Kickstarter and look for search for Lux Neckwear. Or you can go directly to Lux Neckwear's site, which is L-U-X-E neckwear.com, and it will take you right over to the Kickstarter campaign. Brent, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you for your service to our country, and we wish you lots of luck with this campaign and the future of the company. Thank you so much, Kelly. I really appreciate you and your company. Simplify. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at IThinkBigger.com. Follow us on Twitter at IThinkBigger or on Facebook at Thinking Bigger Business Media. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.